All right. Three. Wait. Me, 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 me. And a one. And a three. There we go. Three, two, one. All right. Welcome to Table Talk Life Point Podcast. We're going to be starting a new uh, series, I guess you could say, a podcast called Talking Faith With. Talking Faith With. And uh, in this episode, we're going to be talking faith with Andy. Say hello, Andy. Howdy, everybody. There he is. (laughs) Um, Andy and I go way back, though we don't go way back. We're connected. Connected, yes. In a lot of different ways. Really going back to uh, to Bible school, we went to the same place. A few years apart. How? Uh, what was your time there? My time was there was 97 to 99. 97 to 99. Yep. So you're a 90s. So you went in the 90s, I went in the 80s. Yeah. I was 85 to 87 there. It was great. I loved it. Wonderful time you did too. Oh huh? yeah. You remember Woodland Hills Mall? Yep. Did you go there? Yep. That's still there. Oh well, last time. That's I was all they there had was, really yeah. was the Woodland Hills Mall. I heard it's really grown. Yeah, last time I was there, it was still there, and that was back in two early two thousands. We went and visited, um, just because God said go back home, and we felt like going to Rama again for Winter Bible Seminar. It was back early two thousands. Right. Early two thousand. Yeah. Winter Bible. Was Brother Hagen? Um, no, he had passed away, He'd so passed. it had to be after 2008 or whatever it was. Um, so just give us a little background. First of all, we know you're here with us on staff and pastor and working with the kids and all the great things that you do, and you're a drummer and you play bass and you're a preacher and a minister, and uh, you're from where? Where are we going here? From Sullivan, Indiana. Sullivan, Indiana. Three and a half hours away from here, we're just off of I-70. Other side of Indiana. Indiana. Three and a half hour? Yeah, about Straight. three and a half hours. My dad takes about four and a half or five because he drives a little slower. Back roads, but three and a half if you stay on the interstate. <laughs> so you start, you just hit 70 West and keep it rolling? Yep. That's pretty much, that is Indiana. Yeah, and get to Terre Haute and hang a left to Terre Haute and head south. Right. Well, tell us some of your, uh, how you got involved with church, the faith, how you came to the Lord, and then we'll, we'll go from there. Uh, my mom and dad um, always seemed to have me on church off and on as a kid as I remember. And then um, my sixth grade year, they ended up at this Pentecostal church here in Sullivan, Indiana, a little tiny church. Um, had maybe 100 people going to it. And mom and dad got saved at the church, and I was excited to go because I was, you know, just liked church. Right. And that's where I got saved in, like, 81. And uh, How old were you? Uh, I was uh, sixth grade. Sixth grade. Sixth grade. I remember the remember the whole night it happened. I thought I was going to get out of the church without running up to the altar after Brother Ross gave his altar call. Brother Ross. That's awesome. And he gave the call. He And I was, like, on my way out the door. Had my I was wearing a red winter coat. It was winter. It was November. Yeah. And it was cold, and I had my red winter coat on, and I got to the right up about the almost the door to get out, and uh, tears just started running down my face. And mom was like, You okay? And I was like, I gotta go pray, mom. I gotta go pray. <laughs> and I ran up to the front, and Brother Ross 
grab me and pray with me at there that night and then I got yeah. the shock of my life the next day when I went to school and some of the kids um that actually went to church with me we all in the same school small town made my first mistake as a Christian and said something I shouldn't have said uh-oh and got chastised more by the people from the church than I did from the people that were not saved right got the uh-oh you, oh, you yeah. can't do that oh I'm shame on you type thing right well yeah it's uh yeah, we it was it was a Pentecostal holiness. Um, they weren't holiness, just a Pentecost, Pentecostal church. They were actually a sister church to here over in Xenia. Um, there was a first Pentecostal church of Xenia apparently years ago, right? And that was our sister church from there. But it was some of the women wore makeup, some of the women wore dresses, and it was just kind okay, of a mix right. of so people. Kind of a yeah. mix of different. Yeah, we were uh, Church of God out of Cleveland, and uh, it was. Pentecost. I know there's actual denomination Pentecostal yeah. holiness, but Church of God was. They started out with the no makeup and yep. no pants and things. Wonderful churches. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Just it, you know. But they eventually came out of that the legalism. Yes. Part of it. But then from there, sixth grade. But you started headed towards ministry. I mean, you started headed towards Rhema. How did you first hear about Rhema or had any direction to go there? Go my that way? first hearing about Rhema was uh, Susan, my wife. Her uh, her dad was um, like following Brother Hagen for years. Uh-huh. And he became the pastor of the church. Oh, okay. Um, and uh, through him becoming the pastor, that's whenever I started when I was about 18, kind of feeling the call of God and ran from it and went to try to go to Navy boot camp. That didn't work out too well for me. Um, but, uh, he uh, had taken us to a winter Bible seminar a few years after he took the church over. And right. I thought, man, I wouldn't mind going here. And just didn't even think much about it after that. But then uh, Reverend Jim Hockaday, who used to run the prayer and healing school at Rainbow for a uh-huh. while, he was at our church doing a revival. And he we worked with him running. I ran sound and played drums and stuff for the revival. And, and he was uh, watching us work and help pray with people and everything and he said you ever thought about going Raymond I'm like well yeah I've thought about it but and this um, was 90s probably, yeah this right? was like 90 like it was early 97 when that happened and uh he uh came along and asked if I would you know think about it more I'm like yeah I'd, I'd think about it and then our church board actually approached us and they said do you want to go to Rama?" and they didn't know Jim Hockaday had talked to me about this right and they said do you want to go to Rama?" and I was like well I'd, like, I'd love to go to Rama. I just can't afford it and they said we don't didn't ask if you'd afford it. Would you like to go to Rama? <laughs> oh yeah. And I was like, "What are you getting at?" And they said, "We want to pay to send you and Susan to Rama." Oh, cool. And they took care of Good our deal. two years of college there, of right. the school there, and and kept us on salary there, and paid for which paid for room and board, and super blessed. I mean, it was just That's so great. awesome. Where did you live? We lived in well, Broken right Arrow? across. Well, it was technically Tulsa. It was right underneath a. Is it 675 or whatever the highway that divided Tulsa and Broken Arrow was? This Rod and Arrow side of it, right across from the Best Buy over there. Yeah, close there to the wasn't mall. The Best Buy in my day. Yeah. Uh, what was it, 71? 71, yep. It's Kenosha and 71, yeah. 71. That's what Raymond was on, right? Yep. 71. Once you keep going, yep. you hit Broken Arrow. See, I can still remember the streets, yeah. boy. It looks different. <laughs> yeah. Broken Arrow was country. Yeah. Actually, when I was there. So they were just kind of on the edge and. The first year we lived across somewhere in Broken Arrow. Then we li- lived in Woodland Hills Apartments right behind the mall. Oh, yeah. It was behind the mall. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Our second year. So good times. And then from there, 
um, you began to study here. No, you know, Brother Hagin's calling, go teach my people faith. Yep. And that's been a part of our lives, too, in calling. We know there's all kinds of wonderful things to the Word of God, but faith is very, very important, very foundational. Yes. For without faith, I mean, it's impossible, not, you know, maybe. <laughs> it's like, that's a pretty strong word. Yeah, impossible is a pretty strong word to impossible use. Impossible to please God, you know, with that. So w when, you, w when you think of faith... Where do you begin? What, what, what's in your heart? I mean, uh, over the years, have you looked at it and studied it? You know, there's been some extremes here and there, and there is with any, yes. anything. But when you get down to the foundational truth of it, where, 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 what's your definition? My definition, I always took it after I heard uh, uh, Brother Doug Jones in school. He made it very, very simple, and it just was a way I never thought of it. He's like, it's simply what you believe. Yeah. And it boils down to what do you believe? And you can either, you know, you can put your faith in a number of things, but it's what you believe about God in this case, you know, mm -hmm. for, for us it would be. But he made it very simple, and it was just, it's a lot easier to explain, especially with kids and teenagers. It's just simply what you believe. And we spent so much time over the years with kids and teenagers, you know, in the churches we've served at, mm -hmm. that just I just keep it simple all the time. It's just, it's a simple what you believe. And then what you believe affects every part of your life. You can believe that God's going to supply all your needs. You can believe that God's a healer. You can believe that God's you know, going to take care of you. Or you can fall into the other side of that, and you can believe he won't. You can believe what the world says about him. Yeah. And it just it's, it's literally one side of the coin or the other, what you want to believe in him or not in him. Which is how he operates. Yeah. Or which is how things happen in his case with that. Yeah. So it's what you believe. Yeah, even even I was I've been. Whenever you asked me about doing this, I was like it just brought up in me a few nights ago about Sarah, and I just I've been studying again with Sarah and Abraham when she was told, "Hey, you're going to have a baby," and then she literally laughed at God. You know, inside she laughed at God. And back yeah. in the day, I used to think you can't you can't do that. You can't laugh at God. He's liable to, <laughs> and, and that's that. Yeah. And here the boy, even Isaac means laughter. Yes, and then she laughed at him, but then there's that whole, you know, the whole other part of the story is one day she's sitting around, and it's always kind of the way my mind is imagining it. She's sitting around, and she starts thinking about the things that God's done for them. Right. You know, and how he's been faithful to bring them to where they were and give them the land. And, and then all of a sudden it just kind of dawns on her, he said I was going to have a baby. And he promised all these other, then the, and the scripture literally said she judged him faithful yeah. who had made her that promise, who had promised her. And then she was like, he said he's going to do it, so I guess I'm going to have a baby. <laughs> you know, and it, and it just, we can, any of us can do it. You got your own way. You can, you can choose to believe what he says. You can choose to, to act on what he says, or yeah. you can choose to not. And it's, it's on us. Yeah. How does it start? And you're thinking the believing because we believe from the it's just in us yeah in a way just naturally naturally yeah there's we start off believing yeah, and, and as a kid you just i mean you think about it as a kid you just believe whatever your parents tell you yeah you just naturally want to believe the good and, and believe what you're being told is right yeah there's a design yeah it's, it's like you said, you've taught about it before it's it's like there's something inside of you that designs it's it's it's, it's built into us just to respond in those ways yeah it's like I did a study on faith, and it was faith, but I ended up in Job 
looking at the talked about the war horse yes how it was designed there just were certain horses they discovered just had a a nature uh to fight like they were not afraid to to rush into battle or if they would hear you know the horn or the trumpet or whatever it go to charge there were certain horses they found men and they started to breed these certain horses because men these horses were made to go in without fear bold man they would just and these are the horses you wanted in the fight and i was thinking man if god designed this a horse to be this way and birds to fly what what were we how were we designed we were designed like him made in the image and likeness of god so there is a part of us one way or another we were designed to believe from the inside out not senses in and you can believe that way you can use it that way um, like I, I believe that atheists believe there is no God. It's a faith. Yeah, it's a believing. They might not, they, they might not be for faith. Like yeah, I'm not a faith person. They might use it that way, but I still feel like they're believing. Yeah, I mean they're believing that this way that, that it's this way. We're believing. Well, no, we believe, even though we haven't seen. We haven't seen God. We believe the evidence of it. Yes, but still we're believing. One way or another, everybody believing. Everybody I guess that's something. what I'm saying. Everybody's yeah. believing. Yep, everybody believes something. It's, it's either you choose to not believe in them, and like the atheists, they, they're believing their own way. And Yeah. And even to, you know, even when the churches, you know, all the different, we were talking earlier, all the different churches and all the different types of churches we have, they believe their way. And, yeah. And you're built to believe something. Yeah, we are built to believe. And we are one way or another. Yeah. So how much the more we'd be believing the right thing? Believe in the big thing that gets you the farthest, I'd think. <laughs> yeah, believe in what's the the truth. Yeah, it this it's it's such a different it's a different path for sure because you're you know your physical wants to always pull you the opposite direction. How right. can you believe in something that doesn't exist? How can you believe in something that doesn't do this? But then you know again, like Sarah, you start thinking of all the things that he has done for you, and it just brings it back up inside you. This is why I believe in this because mm-hmm. this is this is how he's been faithful to me. Right. Even though I think there Abraham and Sarah, there was that element of the senses. They saw the Lord. Yeah. I mean, he did show up. Yep. At least that we know the one time. Yeah, the we don't one. know exactly how it just says that it starts off with Abraham heard from God. We don't know exactly did God show up physically yeah. or he just heard it in his heart? I mean, it's a little bit different back there in the ancient times, you know, yep. but then God showed up and it's not like Abraham. Uh, he was very respectful. Remember, let's let me make you a meal <laughs> and all that. But he knew it was the Lord. That's so interesting. A man quote. Yeah. With two other dudes with them. Right. And you're just, I'm, I'm getting it right. Right. That yeah. was in the Old yeah. Testament. I mean, he did see, but I, what I was getting at, but in the long run, I think it, with Abraham and Sarah, still it came down, they were having to believe a promise. Yeah. Something that was future, something um, that they couldn't see yet, I guess I could say. And seemed impossible. So they were having to believe before. Yes. Believe right now, he's saying, you're going to have a kid in their 70s. <laughs> I can't imagine that <laughs> in their seventies. That's just—it's kind of funny. 
I think he must have done that on purpose. <laughs> on purpose. Let me choose these two, you know, senior citizens, as an example. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I think of Al, my three boys all grown up. I'm like, I don't want to start that over again at 50. Right. <laughs> right. So they started out. So it's what you believe. And how do we get to a place of um, surety? I mean, in what we believe, you think? Oh, it's, it's for me, it's just pretty simple. I mean, you know, the Bible says faith comes by hearing and hearing comes from the word of God. And, and, getting in the word of God and, and understanding because he speaks to us through the word and, and hearing how he did, you know, when Jesus was on the earth and when, you know, even looking back at Sarah and Abraham and everybody in the, in the old Testament, just learning of what he's like, then learning about how the father is. I mean, all of us have earthly dads mm -hmm. and, you know, as much as, you know, our earthly dads is, you know, like, I think the reason, part of the reason I wanted to have kids early on was like, hey, I can mess around my kids like my dad rests around me and shock my fingers from the lawnmower that one time. <laughs> just kind of a father-son thing. Right. But, you you know, getting in the Bible, you're seeing the heart and you're seeing how he thinks about us as a people. I mean, for a God to go, hey, I'm going to take my one and only son before any of these people even think about loving me and I'm going to give him to them as a sacrifice. Right. And I'm going to put him up there and they're not going to treat him right. They're not going to understand it. But this is how much I love them. And his whole mindset of just being able to give that. I mean, with my three kids, I was like, I don't think I could be that loving. Yeah. Because it's just like it's I love tough. my kids. It's yeah. it's a tough, it's a tough right, thing. To let that go. To give. Yes to give that way and then but you understand his heart through the word and you understand his thinking through the word and everything always takes you back to the word There's, you can always find an example or something that's going to explain your situation in the word it's it's really weird how it always goes back that way that's where we've started with this series fight the good fight of faith which is going to continue to go into the fall but uh i just felt impressed you know just how important it is in these times or any time really um the Word of God is it's not just knowledge. That's important. It is. It's not just history. It is. Um, it's actually His Word, and it's there's something in it. Yeah. I mean, He spoke, and there was light. Uh, he spoke, uh, and there were animals. He spoke the universe. He speaks, and things happen. He doesn't just communicate His thoughts. That's part of it. That's all we think words yeah. are. We just are just yapping and communicating that's fine but there's with god there's something in it that's how his his essence being is released and the the human spirit uh it's not the holy spirit it's not omnipotent it's not omniscient and it's a lot like the body it can run down it doesn't cease to exist the spirit but it can get weak that's something it, it took me a while to realize because you can be uh, doing certain things physically and be, uh, you know, eating right and exercising physically, but you can still end up feeling tired or foggy and, and not sure what, what, what's going on and realize, oh, there's a, there's the, the, the core, there's an element that really is affecting us more than we think, which is our believing, yep. what you're saying. 
what we believe, which comes from the heart. With the heart, man believes, not the blood pump. I mean, you can't believe God with your physical heart, no more than the liver. It's talking about there's a spirit part of us. We actually are a spirit. Yep. But that part in the Word of God, that's where the strong spirit, strong faith, strong believing comes from. So, I, you know, you know, you were with Brother Hagen in school or president was um i mean he just his whole deal was and i just heard keith moore mention keith moore talk about the other day what he got into keith moore was word first yep no matter what yep word first absolutely in your life because that is the number one communication uh to us i think i was listening to uh i remember the brother keith the other day or or brother jesse Planis the other day but um i remember him them telling a story about the time whenever they were wanting to hear from something from God and God just said, can kept telling them, read my word, read my word. Yeah. I'm talking to you all the time in that, that read my word. What, yeah. what you need to just read it, you know, talk to me, Lord. Yeah. Keep talk to me, Lord. Oh, he said he spent about three days <laughs> yeah. in the floor praying, talk to me, talk to me. And he said, the Lord said, spoke to his heart. You know, I am, I am getting, getting my book. So that's definitely the fight. That's the fight before the fight, which yep. is, I mean, it's part of the fight of faith. But that uh, getting into the Word of God. So we're talking faith. Yep, faith. We've been talking it for, what, 15 minutes now? Something like that. So to you, again, the essence of what you, how you would define faith is it's what you believe. Yep, what you believe. Yep, and in our cases, you know, faith in God is belief in God, belief in His Word, belief in, you know, everything about Him that you can figure out. I mean, it's, it's just like... Everybody's always used examples all the years, you know, through teaching and stuff. You know, whenever you get up in the morning, you go to the kitchen or whatever, you flip on the light switch, you're believing the light switch is going to turn something on. Right. You know, and when it doesn't, you're disappointed. Right. And it's just, it's just, it's just, it's a belief. And, and we get so, we can believe some things so easy, like the lights, because you just depend on it. Right. It's the same way with God. You just got to get to where you depend on him and believe him and it's weird because you can't see him, touch him. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just it's a it's a deeper thing. Like you said, it's an inbound thing. You know, we're we're a spirit deep down inside, and there, you want that connection. You want right. that you want that pull and that draw in your life. Yeah, that's what I've I've come to see. Uh, it's real. Man cannot live by bread alone, because man is not just a, a body. Mm-mm. That's why if we were, we'd be fine. We could get by on Cheerios, you know if that was it so but it's not so what would you say is it's what you believe where does it start what's what would you say it's the priority what would be number one believe what well the bible says you got to believe that he is but i mean you can't believe he is without finding out the word so it's all one of these really weird you know it's a really weird scenario and and I, i remember i guess that is the answer yeah if you want to get a biblical answer yeah yeah i mean it's he that comes to god must believe that he is. Yep, he is, and then he's a rewarder <laughs> of those that diligently seek him, and that's that's ultimately that's what you want to believe. That is the first. That is the first priority of what you believe. That's a good step, and that he is a rewarder. Yes, that he's good. Yeah, because that rewards that that you know the heavenly reward, but it's this it's the earthly reward too, because it's such a it's such a satisfying life. Mm-hmm. You know, getting to serve other people. And help other people and show people, you know, Jesus in your life. You know, even though we make mistakes, you know, even though we do 
crazy things we shouldn't do sometimes. Believe that he forgives. Yes, we believe that he <laughs> forgives. We confess. And we got to believe there too. Right? Yeah, it gives it. It gives you plenty of sermon stories. It really <laughs> is walk by faith, isn't it? Yeah. Welcome to this life. <laughs> yeah. Welcome to right? life. Right. Yeah. For now. Yep. In this life, I mean, we're not seeing. You know. Yeah. But he's pleased. You know, sometimes we think, "Oh man, I can't wait for him to be pleased." He is. Yes. I mean, if you believe that is, that's a big step. He's pleased with that. Really pleased. Before seeing, you know, before we think God's pleased while you're believing. Does that make sense? Yeah. You know, we think, well, once the answer manifests or once that happens, then he's going to be pleased. But he's pleased more so really during the in-between time. Yeah, when it takes your faith to yeah, when get you through. When you're, yeah, he's pleased that you're you're swimming. It's easy to believe something when you can when you're already there. Yeah, you know it's easy to believe, but it, which is not. Then, yeah, you know, then you're knowing. It's not. It's not believing anymore. No, then, yeah, yeah then, you then, can cross that off the list. Yeah, cross it <laughs> from there now. Yeah, so it's what you believe. I mean, where where would you where would you go from there? What would it be? You think. Well, you can always you can always work your faith, you know. Then it becomes a matter of you Act. know acting on it. Yeah, that's that's the big thing is acting on faith. Faith without works is dead. You think that would be yep. number two? It's what you believe, and then when once you're quote believing, it's going to show up in in what you do and what you're doing. Yeah, it should show up through your life and what you do and and everything from how you talk to how you how you walk. I mean, yeah, it's every, speaking's I mean, an act. I mean, yeah, that's a big part of you're it. You're speaking like we were talking about a while ago when, when God speaks, he's speaking things into, you know, existence yeah. and life. He's inside of us. His words inside yeah, of us. And we speak it. People's lives changing speaking too. love. Yeah. Faith, believing. And I think, um, getting back up is a good act of faith. Oh yeah. But not giving up. Yep. You know, I've yep. been realizing, wow, like I, f- I felt like the Lord, it was really a, a blessing. He just, you know, because there's, there's, been, there's been rough times in the past ministry. I'm 53 now. Ministry, just life in general. Yeah. But uh, the not giving up when you could. Or giving up and then a couple of days later say, okay, I'm not. <laughs> I changed, I'm not going to do that now. It's too rough. I'm going to get back on the horse get back on the horse i think that's a an act oh yeah and and being obedient and when it's when you do that because i remember you might have been defeated or you might have been mm-hmm. hurt or you might have because that is really andy what i've been seeing in the scriptures is when reading through the new testament during the season that we're in is the not letting go part yeah there's going to be a real pressure and temptation to give up I mean, it's, it just keeps seeing it. Uh, where he wrote to Timothy, fight the good fight of faith, lay hold on eternal life yeah. to which you were called, and lay hold to that good confession. Why would you have to lay hold? There must be something trying to get you to let let go. Yeah. So I think the uh, what you, to let go of your definition. Yeah, let go of your belief. Let what go, you believe. Yeah. And I think that's it's it's gotten more real to me. Oh, this really is a fight, 
in that sense. Yeah, I mean, I remember to let go of what you believe. That's really the fight. Oh yeah, the fight. Let go of what it, you believe. You know, sometimes I wish it would be it'd be easier just if it was fist fight. <laughs> I wish it was just the, the <laughs> demonic would show up and we could just actually physically wrestle and fight. Because the mind game thing, with the doubts and the manipulation and all that's going on, Prince of the Power of the Air seems so real. Yeah, through the airwaves and what we're hearing and the manipulation going on, to let go of what you believe. Yep. So there comes back the the strong spirit to not to not let go with it, what you believe, and that first step. That God is. Have you ever been tempted to not believe that God is? Looking back. See, I grew up just always, I can't remember a time. I never had a crisis of faith in that sense. I don't know that I've ever been tempted not to believe, but I think it works out. I mean, let's. To get mad at him, I think. I've been tempted things aren't going right. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't think, I mean, I went through a rough patch there early on with the loss of loved ones. And but still, even then, um, I didn't blame him. Mm-mm. You know, I didn't have all the answers, but I just knew no. This, you know, you're good through it. But I was trying to realize because I, I want to relate to those. How do I, those who have been tempted to not believe that he is? And there's quite a few. I was just looking at online uh, someone from the past. I I knew still know. But they put on there um, from childhood. But anyways, they, on their account, Facebook account, um, they just listed, uh, what was it, occupation? It wasn't occupation. You know how you could tell your, yeah. your, your stuff about yourself? And you got to watch everything you say about your stuff. Um, but anyways, he, he put in there atheist. As his actual, wow. uh, it wasn't his occupation. I forget. No. But anyways, he listed in there our beliefs or something maybe it's religion yeah maybe i think there's a place for religion yeah. on facebook so he had in there uh, atheist and it added since 13 since 13. so he knew when i thought that was interesting hmm. like he knew when he came to a place no wow like that came to his i mean i, I it's i don't know that i've ever i mean i've ran into and i want to relate to that because you know i want to help people because i don't believe it's true I believe God is. Yeah. And he's good. And uh, man, he wants, I mean, the salvation plan in the gospel. So you you don't remember a time in your life probably, so we can't relate. <laughs> no, I mean, it's, it's <laughs> weird. There, we're sorry. I've never got to that point. I've got to the point where I just didn't think things were going right. I yeah. mean, there was a time before we started here at LifePoint where uh, Susan and I had, had been assigned as pastors to another church in the low, in the area and it didn't go right and of course my my example is always no t- was no one told you sheep bite you know yeah and it hurt and we went into kind of a survival mode never really blamed god but we kind of just pulled back from it yeah but the whole time you're pulling back you're realizing you're missing something mm-hmm. you know i could just feel the tug and i remember having to go um once we started here at life point like within a year or so of being here, I remember going back and visiting my home church that I grew up in. It's got a different pastor now and everything else. And I remember going up to him and saying, hey, can I say something to the congregation? I got something I really need to get off in, out of my heart. He said, sure. 
And at the end of the service, he just handed me a microphone, and I stood there and cried like a baby and asked the church, I said, could you please forgive me? Mm. And they and none of these people except for my mom really knew who I was right? because the church had changed people. And I remember standing and saying, I need you to forgive me because, you know, this church sowed into my life years ago and sent me to Rama. Right. And I got frustrated with some things that happened in my life, and I got away from doing the ministry that God called me to do. And I didn't want, and I, I wanted this seed to be good seed into my life. So I need you to forgive me, and I'm going to get back into this thing, and I'm going to go forward from here. And But I never did turn. It was never a, anything I've had happen to make me go completely against right. it. It's weird. I guess I'm saying that, too, because I was, uh, the past couple of years, you know how there's been in the Christian world a couple of people who've come out, worship yeah. leaders, and said, I no longer believe. Yeah. You know, I mean, some well-known Yep, fellas. And uh, the one guy, I think it was like atheist deal now. Yeah, he said Like he didn't atheist. believe that there even was a God. So that is that crisis. That's that fight. I mean, yeah. that's pretty real. You know, I would just read it in Timothy. I've been reading the pastorals. <laughs> As a pastor, it's pretty good yeah. to read the pastoral letters. It helps. Yeah, but, he, but Paul talks about, you know, you've seen it in those who have left him. Oh, yeah. Left his ministry. I forget who so and so went back to such and such a place, yeah. and you know, and so and so went here. And who is it? Hymenius and I forget the other dude. Shipwrecked. Talked to he talked about their faith being shipwrecked. Yeah, if that remember that. Yep, I can't remember who it was. It's kind of a crisis of faith, and you and you feel for that. And it's not that it's over for that Mm-mm. those guys, you know. But in, it's not a judgment at all. No. I've been through stuff too. But um, but it's so important to lay hold. It starts off with what you believe. And what you believe, you know, you want it to be according to the Word of God. So we're back to the Word of God being yep. first. And uh, just we, we're not going to let go that He is. Yeah, holding on to it. And that He's good. We've been tempted. Oh, yeah. But we're not going to let go of uh, our faith that he is. I like that. So we were talking faith with Andy, everybody. And I, I like his definition for you to, to take that home, home with you as well. It's what you believe. And then to, you know, analyze what we're believing and and make sure it's it's the right stuff and the actions and part of it in our lives as we go forward. And what's your... What do you do you see as one of the best ways, I mean, in the practical of belief and in, in going forward in what you believe? Of course, we're back to the Word of it's Word. Always of back God. to the Word, prayer. Because um, it can be personal, too. Oh, it's I mean, very personal. Yeah. Not just the written Word, but the yep. Word in your heart. Seeking what's... what's needed for you in your life at the time i mean being in the word is the big you know that's the basis of all of it but mm-hmm. you got to pray and say how does this attack how does this affect my life or where do you need me to be where do you need me to you know go and do and where do you want to work in my life because we've all got stuff we can work on right we've all got stuff that's pulling us one way or the other and 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 then this and anymore it's you know i noticed it with me like I'm a geek. I like computers. I like all kinds of electronic stuff. And 
we got phones in our hands all the time now and we don't want to take time to set them down and just listen to God or talk to God. We want to talk to everybody on the phone. You know, just a couple of weeks ago, I got God dealt with me on, on a Saturday morning, put your phone down. Right. You know, to put because we have so many distractions. I, d- I took a break a few months back, four months back. A couple months I went without any of the media or the news. Yeah. It was amazing. Yep. Actually, felt like the Matrix. <laughs> Remember when he gets free from the... Yeah. He's in that little pod. Yep. Free from the control <laughs> of it. It, it really, there was this interesting little feeling like that. But eventually I got back in, but just the past couple of days, I was like, uh-oh. Man, I've, I just spent way too much time looking at that. That's just silly. The yep. news feed with Apple's news feed and next going through all the entertainment stories. and Oh, I can't believe that. And I'm like, <laughs> well, that is so, doesn't matter at all. No. What was happening in Hollywood. I was like getting all into what was happening <laughs> and i thought lord forgive me i mean this is it's not feeding my faith no and what i believe so i was telling reggie you know i'm gonna have to take another break here it's just so easy i mean you work full-time too so you know yeah. you only have so much time yep with that so much time and you gotta plan it i mean it's like you gotta do what you can to plan it out and, and set aside time and it's it's important. I mean, it's like whatever's important in your life, you'll make time for. Everybody's always. I remember mom and dad telling me that whenever you're whatever's important to you, you will make time for. You'll find time for. Right. And it's you have to you because you're again your human nature doesn't want to do that. Your natural body doesn't doesn't like that. And and it's you know like me, I don't like exercise, so I, I stay away from it <laughs> a lot. <laughs> Uh, that's hey we're in our series eat right exercise rest and watch out for the drains (laughs) they're it's just they're both spiritual physical but at least you got the verse for it (laughs) bodily exercise profiteth little yeah that's true (laughs) (laughs) you can use hey i gotta use this wait 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 where is it that was a there it was there's That's my joke at least you got a verse for it there you go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, exercise profit little. Cool. Well, we're going to keep uh, talking. We'll talk faith again next next podcast. We'll talk with Andy, and I'm going to have other folks line up with this. Um, just give us a good verse, Andy, and let's just – I want you to pray for whoever would be listening on uh, – for, you know, a greater understanding, a wisdom, a – and just how important this life of faith is. Um, what what what's there? What's the the? I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power of God unto salvation to everyone who believes. Who believes? It's right there. So much is dependent. Uh, even the release of the power of God, even salvation, and still, and it's something that we we do. Like I said, like we were saying, we're already designed to believe anyway. So let's just believe it the good stuff let's believe the the gospel and it goes on to say f- from faith to faith which i believe it means uh you st- it starts with faith and now it's a continuation of walking by faith in that sense so just give us a good word and then just pray us out for those that would be listening today i think that'd be awesome 
Yeah, the, we already talked about the verse. Um, we said it a few times. It says um, Hebrews eleven six. It says, "But without, without faith, it is impossible to please Him, for he who comes to God must believe that He is, and that He's a rewarder of those who diligently seek Him." And my prayer today would just be that God would give us the understanding of being able to talk to him more and, and, and diligently seek him. Right. You know, cause it, it's, it's, it's important and we keep forgetting to diligently seek him and God has done everything for us and now it's time for us to take a step. Right. And it's, you know, Carmen had a song years ago, taking a step of faith. Man. Sound like a country song. <laughs> Old Carmen date myself some more, but I just, I'm just hoping that every listener takes time throughout the week and, and just gets in the word just enough to say, what's God got for me today? A little yeah. devotional. Well, we started our eat right plan. Yep. Seven, uh, promise a day keeps a weak spirit away. Keeps a weak spirit We're going to be away. doing it as a church. I mean, together we are. We started, you That's know, I will awesome. go in, in, the, in the strength of the Lord Monday. That was our yep. promise for today. Eventually we'll get to a chapter day, but right now that's where we're starting with the promise start with what you Amen. got pray for him dearly father lord we just thank you for all those that are listening and father i ask that you move on the hearts of people to seek your face through your word seek your face through prayer and find out what you have for them on a daily basis god and direct them and, and to strengthen them and help them grow in the faith god so they can do more in you for ask all this in jesus name amen, amen. see y'all god bless you we'll see you next week